Welcome, you're listening to Sansiche, where you'll find everything to do with spirituality, life lessons, holistic living, and medicine to become your true self. We all have stories, journeys, experiences, and love. Here's your host, Erin O'Dowd. Today's this episode, we have Nancy McMonacle. She is the current executive director and president of the Monroe Institute. She is a world-renowned author and partner of the Intuitive Intelligence Applications. She is the director of the Monroe Institute and helps design some of the leading programs that we see today from the Monroe Institute. Example, the Hemisync program. She is the stepdaughter of Robert Monroe and married to Joseph McMonacle, who is a well-renowned author and one of the best remote viewers that we have on the planet today. Welcome to the show, Nancy. Thank you very much, Erin. I'm gratified to be here. Yeah, it's, you know, I've been itching ever since I heard you were coming on the show. I've been YouTubing and Googling and whatever to find some topics to talk about. And um, you guys have some amazing um, information and programs out there. Nancy, where did it all start? Or where did the, the journey or the passion for this area start with? Where did it start with me? Yeah, where did, where did you, did you find spirituality or this area or how did it find you or was it uh, something that was given to you? Describe us about a bit about where you came from and your background. Excellent question. Um, actually, I was brought up with, uh, by a mother who was a bit of a Christian mystic who had some psychic ability herself and my dear father who was a Marine Corps officer who was very religious. And so I was brought up being taught how to look at things uh, that had greater meaning, everything had greater meaning. And then I was fortunate enough at age 14 to meet Robert Monroe, who then became a mentor to me, a very good friend, uh, took me through some incredible experiences as a teenager. He, in fact, he put a tape deck next to my bed was one of the real to real reporters. I don't know how old you are, but a lot of people might have never heard the older folks. And on that reporter was sound. And later we would call these sounds hemisync. You may or may not have heard of. But hemisync is a technology to help get uh, people into various standard states of awareness. So as a teenager, I was listening to these sounds every night and uh, having some pretty incredible experiences to include out-of-body experiences, which of course is what Bob and Rose is known for. And so being brought up with that, and then later, um, actually, I backtrack just a little bit, when I was nine years old, I had my first astrology reading that my mom took me to. And so I'm compassionate about this whole thing of astrology, of, of altered space, of, of getting to know ourselves better through um, getting into this expanded space of awareness since I was quite young. So I guess you could say I was born into it and then it was brought to me. And then later I helped Bob uh, when I was out of college, I kind of helped him start this Monroe Institute, which uh, now we're has been around since the mid-70s. And actually he started before then because he was interested in researching 
on Playfront. And so he was doing this years before um, when he was a, an executive, a radio executive in New York City. So this has a long history, and here we are still in existence. Very strongly so, I might add. That's, uh, it's amazing to think how, how long an organization in that field can last. Um, can you just describe us a bit how the Monroe Institute was brought from the idea to what we see today? Yeah, well, the Monroe Institute, um, as it started, was research and educational organization, and we still are. And what we're looking at is how we can become truly aware of all that is available to us through this thing called consciousness. Now, how can we use different states of consciousness to access more information, to get more in touch with who we really are, to understand what we're here for, um, our programs that we offer here help people get in touch with uh, a new sense of meaning. Uh, Bob always wanted to do something he thought was going to be of value to culture. And he thought one of the things that would be really of great value was to teach people to have ways to understand and to know, not just to read, but to know that they are more in their physical body. And of course, he discovered this because of all of his out-of-body experiences. And so, PMI is a nonprofit. Uh, we are a 501 nonprofit organization where we are to this day still researching what can we do with these various states of consciousness? How can we better people's lives with them, which is what we do for our many programs we offer here? And um, also, what else do we need to understand about the non-physical aspects of reality? And so, uh, we've been working on this, and we're getting ready to have more joint efforts with other, what we might call our sister consciousness organizations. Uh, and the whole thing is to be a service. We want to explore human consciousness, we want to uh, uh, understand it better, and then we want to know how can we use these various states to enhance our lives, to enhance our understanding of what reality is about. Because what Bob believes in any focused state of consciousness, um, if you could really get into that focus, you can access information, get information and answers any kind of questions you might have uh, about reality, pretty big, pretty big order. <laughs> it is indeed, yeah. And he took a, he really took a science, more the scientific approach, which is nice. You know, it's, we do not have any kind of a religious orientation. We do not uh, tell people how they should have a spiritual discipline. We don't do anything like that. Everyone comes here. We give you tools uh, to find your own answer and to use those in however way, whatever way you wish. And uh, I think that's what changes, makes us apart from other places. There are a lot of wonderful places that teach you how to meditate. A lot of those you teach religions and so forth, or religious institutions, which also give you a sense of your greater sense of being. And uh, uh, again, we do that without referencing any particular uh, religious beliefs or spiritual disciplines. Okay, and how do you guys reference without using the spiritual words that we all became accustomed to using? Um... Very good. You yeah, very good question here. Um, what Bob did was is to disable 
example, where you and I are speaking right now, hopefully fully conscious, you would call the C1 state. Consciousness number one. But then, again, what we need to do is to quiet the mind in order to start accessing these other states of consciousness. And so, he would call the state where your body is asleep, but your mind is awake. That would be called focus 10. So we have all these different focus levels. Focus 12 is the state of expanded awareness. Focus 15 is the state of no time, and so forth. And it goes all the way up. Right now, I think in our Starlink program, I think they actually go to focus 49. Wow. Focus 21 is the state of exploring other um, energetic reality. What is beyond this physical matter reality? And of course, again, here he was a business executive. Um, he was uh, vice president of Art Now in New York City. He was writing radio plays like uh, uh, Only the Shadow Knows and stuff like that. The Green Hornet, this was way back in the 30s, 40s. And then in 1958, I believe it was, when he had his first out of body experience and he thought he was going crazy. That's when he said, wait a minute, there's something else going on. And so he wrote three books about this. And of course, started his research. And then up on his I don't know if you've heard of that, it's been here in the States in California. Said, oh, would you please come and give us a program and teach people how to do what to do, teach people how to get into outer body space. And that's when he first started putting this together, the system. And that's when he said, well, okay, I'll do this, but again, I don't want to teach people what they should believe. Um, and I don't want to reference uh, religious uh, terminology or whatever else. In fact, for the longest time, Aaron, he would let us use the word spiritual. I said, well, how, how else are we going to talk about things that are non-physical? He said, just that, non-physical reality. I love that from acronym. So he would say, NC, um, NCR non-physical reality. So, uh, anyway, so that's the way we do it. He would just add numbers and as opposed to saying, um, oh, I don't know, you're going to Nirvana, or you're, you might feel like you've hit heaven, or you're seeing Christ, or you're seeing Buddha. But I have to say, even without acknowledging that indeed it is a deeply spiritual experience people have here, um, even so, People go into these states. If you happen to be Christian, you might experience Jesus. If you happen to be a Buddhist, there's Buddha. If you're, uh, uh, and, and you might see Muhammad. I mean, it, it, it's all dependent on what the person's focus is in your belief system. So that's why this works so well, I think. We have people from all walks of life. We have all, I've had Catholics, and I've had atheists, and, and Baptists, and Buddhists, and um, actually, I think we have have also some people who practice the Islam religion all just across the board. And it doesn't matter. It still works. Just the beauty of Wow, it just shows you that that peace of all religions is there being practiced on a, on a regular basis. Um, Describe, I have two questions, describe the programs and also describe your experiences that you had with Rob um, while he was doing these these methods on it. Oh, sure. Well, um, give you an idea, we have a progression of programs. And the first program is what we call the gateway, voice. 
And the iPad is you learn, first of all, the system. So you learn how to get to first 10, 12, 15, 21. And within that, again, this is where people have life-changing experiences. I mean, it's, 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 it's an awesome thing to see. It's not that necessarily people are getting out of the body. Now, we do have um, an exercise that gives techniques that people can take that and go home uh, and practice it. But more to the point, with the Gateway Voice does, is it takes people into exactly that gateway, the other ways and experiencing reality. And when people do that, it doesn't matter from what walk of life you're coming from. If you're an artist, you have ways of discovering new ways of approaching your art. If you are a hardcore business person, you can look at new ways of problem solving, decision making, how you're going to increase the bottom line. If you are a more religious person, then you have new ways of accessing that first spirit within itself. Uh, so this is what gateway it does kind of foreshorten it in a very quick um, thumbnail sketch. But it, it helps you do whatever it is you want to do to very space for. Okay. In my own particular case, um, when I was, it was on my 15th birthday, as a matter of fact, to go all the way back there to my beginning to experience. And Bob had, um, actually counted me down, and we were carrying a candle, and he regressed me, and he took me all the way back to my birth, and at this point I was having difficulty breathing, um, and he and my mother and I were sitting in the bed, and I could hear him, this is my mom, so I couldn't hear the words, and then he quickly uh, counted me past that time, because again, I was having difficulty breathing, and uh, then he jumped me back before I was born and took me to this place and said, okay, now you are in between lifetime. And Aaron, all of a sudden, I've always felt like I haven't been able to articulate this very well. But I was in this space where it was a beautiful, bucolic setting. Um, there, the, the trees and the water, uh, like a lake in front of me, birds were flying about, uh, beautiful green fields, and uh, everything was exquisite. And as I looked around, and with all this energy, this absolutely gorgeous, beautiful, magic spot, I became the birds, and I became the sunshine and the sky, I became the water. And it was a sense of oneness, of love, I, 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 to this day, and that was, oh my, almost 50 years ago, not quite, when I had it, uh, to this day, it kind of chokes me up. And then, this, this light started approaching me, and keeping in mind I was brought up as a, as a Christian, a Methodist, um, for me, that light became Christ, like Christ light, and then I blended with that. And so I was having this extraordinary experience at the grand old age of 16. And then it counted me back, and uh, it turns out I did almost die at first. Uh, I found that out. I had sodium chemical that he my mom. And so he, I was uh, in a sense of, of like wonderment for several days. <laughs> and that went one of my ninth grade points. So 
very first experience and how I knew that I was far more than just the physical body. And then, of course, having out-of-body experiences after that also made me understand how much greater we are than we know. Not from a ego standpoint, but just that we are greater. We have greater skills than we ever knew we were capable of. So then, of course, I got interested in um, healing and palmistry and, of course, the astrology. I already mentioned I was already interested in that. So it just led from there. And then after I got out of college, I was, uh, Bob had me come work with him. So he was also uh, my first employer. Actually, I was employed by him when I was 14, selling television cable. He was also the, the uh, head of a cable company here in Charlottesville. It's the uh, first uh, cable television company, and or the second one. There are only two in the whole um, uh, state of Virginia. So uh, he was a part of my life forever. And then I helped him start his place and his first trainer with him along with, well, there are a few of us who started out training and I flew around the country giving programs to people about uh, how to reach these other states of consciousness and so forth. I feel like I'm talking about the watcher. No, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you and um, I've been waiting, like I said at the beginning, I've been waiting for a while to hear and chat to you, and I'm just enjoying the what you have to say. And um, it's I know it sounds like you're talking a lot, but that's I'm I'm just enjoying what you're what you're saying. It resonates um, to what I'm, uh, who I am, and what we're what I want the the show to be about. Um, so well, thank you. slash energy healer um, in not having a sense you compromise in another sense and I think um, the same thing applies to the the energy and spirit side as well I wanted to ask you about outer bodies I I've experienced them myself through my own journey and experiences but we might have listeners who are listening to this and it's like you're talking about outer body what um what happens and how do you know or you know where do you go or what um, is the method or process that happens? Okay, well, the other body experience um, is basically the experience of being, you know your body, let's say, let's say you're asleep in bed, and where your conscious self is separate from your body, now you know you have a body, but let's say I decide to say, I'm going to go over there to separate and see how Aaron lives over there, then I, my consciousness can boom. At that thought, I would be there with you. And, that, and um, even though my body is still very comfortably lying in bed, and so I could be in where you are and observing 
uh, do uh, in your space. And so an out-of-body experience is a sense of being disassociated from your body. Now, a lot of people, when they have this report, are afraid they're going to die. That's a boss person in it. He, he, he uh, has had this sense of a rushing sense of energy going through his body. He thought he had something wrong with him. He had gone to a neurologist and whatnot. Everybody said, no, you're fine. You eat too much, you smoke too much, but otherwise you're fine. And um, so one night, he was waiting this, this rush of, uh, like, energy running through his body up and down and getting kind of bored with it. And he's thinking about how nice it is for you to go flying the next day in his glider. And at that thought, all of a sudden, he felt like he was bumping up against something. And he thought, well, I didn't fall out. And he reached around on the floor and was popping out of the floor. And it was like, what is this? And then he opened his eyes and realized what he was bumping up against was the ceiling. And it was the light and feeling that he was feeling. And he looked down and there in the bed was his wife and a man lying right next to her. And he said, this is a very strange thing. Who is the man? with my wife. And at that wonderment, at the end of that question, he floated down and of course the man was himself. Now he's terrified. He thinks he has died. Oh my gosh, I gotta get back in my body. And at that thought, he's back in his body. And that was his first up by experience. And so, and he started taking notes of all of his experiences. That's what became the book, Turning Down the Body. The very notes he was taking as an observer, as an experiencer. And um, he said, if I can help this one person not go through the terror that I went through, then, then I have done some good. And of course, as I say, the book is, I don't know, it's embarrassing, I'm not sure how many, 20 languages, something like this that is in now. But anyway, so that out-of-body experience, and when we have programs, we do not promise that they want to have an out of body. But a number of people do, simply because of their learning to get into these other states that are not focused in material reality and physical matter reality. Then um, that sometimes what people pick out of, of their body. So, you know, how is it? Can we measure it? How does it work? Sometimes we really don't know. That's one of the things we're interested in looking into. Continue looking into. Okay, it does indeed, and answers my question. Um, so we we've just you just described outer body experiences and how it works. What's remote viewing? I see that your your husband uh, Joseph Mac Monocle does. Yeah, he does remote viewing, and I I'm wondering what's the. I like you describe what it is and what the difference is. Okay, well, with remote viewing. Um, and and the, the definition of remote viewing is basically being psychic under very strictly controlled protocol. So um, in Joe's case, um, I've been setting up what we call targets for him for a number of years. So let's say you were interested in knowing where to find uh, a certain kind of stone on your property. You did this for one time. Stone company and said, Well, we need this kind of sandstone, let's say, whatever it was. And so they would talk to me, and I would put in the envelope and write down uh, sandstone of this font, 
sending a sealed envelope. And then I would give the envelope number, and I would say it would be safe safe. So the culprit target number 1014201. And I would say, so please describe the target and then tell me where I can find the target. Now, in this case, he's not having to go out of body. What he's doing is directing his, his uh, very strong psychic ability to the question, and he is getting in a certain state where he can basically um, start receiving information about it. He says it's basically very good to interconnecting one bit of information to the other. And so what coming up to the time of the call and um, my last question is if if you could give someone a tip or experience or something that that means so valuable to you to bring to the listeners what would it be? I think the best tip I could give somebody is if they could just get away from the busyness of their regular life even if only for 10 minutes However long, and consider the possibility to be quiet and allow themselves to explore the possibility that they are more than their physical body. To allow that as a possibility and then jump off from there because I think to be able to um, 
getting to a state of consciousness that has got this busy threshold, what do you do? It's got to do that kind of way of being. And so anything they can do that, of course, we are, as we are, and all that, and many other places doing it, and all that. But whatever they can do to quiet their mind and to open up to other ways of being, I think would probably be the best trip I could get sometimes. And, as I say, there are many different processes one can do. From religion, spiritual practices, to coming to a place like a Monroe Institute where you're given, you know, um, or different CDs or whatever. That's just a state where you can experience something greater than what you think you might do. Because you are far greater than that. And that would be the trip I could Wow, that that's, um, brings something valuable to everybody's lives when we when you sit down and do that. Um, is there a place where people can sit down and read your website or contact you or set up a yeah. program? Yeah, thank you for asking. People who are interested in finding out more about the Institute can go to monroeinstitute.org and it's the English spelling, M-O-N-R-O-E versus the the other spelling, which I won't say, so I won't confuse people. So, M O N R O E Institute.org. And so, uh, we are in the midst of actually making a whole new website. But that one will give people information about Bob and Row, about our programs, our schedule of programs, about our other products, which is called CDs, and the Hemisync technology, which is actually uh, part of the Row product, and that's Hemisync, S Y N K. Excuse me, FYNC.com. That's our sister company. And they're the ones who actually own the Hemisphere's trademark and so forth. We used to be the same ed, but now they're separated. So um, if, if people can contact us that way. Um, and that, that would probably be the best thing in terms of folks from, from Europe uh, contact us via the website. Excellent. Yeah, and, and our, our phone numbers are there, our 800 numbers there. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me. You're most welcome. Thank you, man. Thank you for spending the time to listen to the show. If you want to learn more, check out sansish.com. That's S-A-N-C-I-T dot com. Join Sansish Group on Facebook and contact us if you have any questions. Until next time, Have an awesome day and rock on.